Good evening, everybody. This is Marcus Hadley instead of Henry Jennings. Henry Jennings, for our end-of-day podcast, has headed into town today, going to the... I'm not sure they call it this anymore, but it is known to us as the Stockbrokers Awards Night in Sydney. And I couldn't make it up there, so he's going with Rudy. Rudy getting a free lunch, or a free dinner anyway. All right for some, Marcus stuck in Melbourne, doing the podcast. And a bit of a volatile day today, thanks to the jobs numbers we had at 11.30, which were stronger than expected. And that stuck bond yields up, and it stuck the Aussie dollar up as well. Aussie dollar now at 68.19, that's up 0.26, that's 0.4 of a percent today. And our market's been in a range of plus 36 to minus 3, and is closing ASX 200 at 7175, that's up 14 points. IT sector, the best sector, up 1%, followed by REITs, real estate investment trusts, which is a bit odd considering the rise in bond yields. And by the way, bond yields in Australia, some of the newswires are reporting it as having inverted for the first time. In fact, the two-year bond yield has been above the 10-year bond yield in Australia for most of the week, but now the three-year is above it as well. Of course, an inverted bond yield suggests that there are recession fears around, and certainly judging from what's happening to the consumer at the moment, as the RBA have raised rates not once, but twice by surprise, and it looks like They've got another one, maybe two rate rises in them, if you believe some of the economists and strategists who will all be in the newspapers tomorrow. But ANZ expects the RBA to raise rates to 4.6%. They have a meeting, of course, in two weeks' time. There's only a 20% chance of a rate rise at the moment. But from 4.1% now, a lot of economist strategists are targeting 4.6%, which means two more rate rises. And one of the comments is that the labour or jobs data today, which saw employment up 75.9 thousand and consensus was up just 17.5 thousand, so a much stronger number than expected. They are calling that red hot and that's why the Aussie dollar has gone up and why the bond yields inverted. The unemployment rate, by the way, 3.6%. Consensus was 3.7%, so less unemployment. In other words, the economy's banging along a bit better than expected, in which case the RBA can afford to raise rates and obviously labour costs are a big part of the problem when it comes to getting on top of inflation. And Lowy, sorry, not Frank Lowy, Philip Lowe has made it very clear that they are prepared to impose some pain. It does rather astonish me that if you think about it, if the way to slow the economy is to raise mortgage rates, then in doing that, of course, what they're doing is getting people to pay the banks money instead of spending it in the economy. And that, of course, is good for banks. And yet the banks are down 15% from the top, flopping along their lows. We've got the CBA results coming up. My guess is that the bank results will, or the CBA results, will actually be okay. Certainly won't be any threat to the dividend. The housing market is coming off the bottom. House prices are up 4.8% since February. Not on a lot of volume, though, it's got to be said. But it could well be that this is just providing a bit of a cushion for the bank results at a time when a lot of other companies, particularly consumer-related, consumer discretionary, consumer staple stocks, which have already fallen over, so it's too late now, but 
at a time when consumer stocks are on their backs and a risk coming into the results season. It may well be the banks are going to do okay. Anyway, bank sector today up 0.6 of a percent. And this podcast isn't about strategy, but notably we bought Macquarie yesterday and it is up 2.3% today. Resources doing okay. Wasn't too impressed by the Chinese stimulus commentary, most of which was a bit cynical that the Chinese are trying to stimulate the economy, not because they want to do something fabulous, but because they are fighting a rear guard action against a slowing economy, which doesn't really excite you about resources. But you will find resources have now broken the downtrend. Trends up, trends start with sharp rises. We've had a sharp rise in a couple of days. So BHP today up 0.8%, Rio up 1.4%. That's not a heck of a lot. But if you look at Fortescue Metals, which we bought in the Ideas portfolio yesterday, up 3.6% today, solid performer. Sectors that have dropped today, energy, utilities, gold and healthcare. Healthcare is still struggling with this CSL profits warning. If you want to call it a profits warning, it's not really a profits warning, it's a currency warning. They guess every year what the currency impact is going to be on their Australian results. And obviously with the US dollar and the Aussie dollar moving around quite a lot, they just have to make a currency assumption when giving guidance. And in the last six months, the Aussie dollar has gone down and they are saying they are facing a currency headwind of 230 to 250 million instead of the previously expected headwind of 175 million. So currency is going to impact them by $75 million more than expected in one six-month period. And because of that, the company has lost, can you believe it, $14.26 billion of market capitalization. Overreaction, anyone? I haven't had time to do the CSL stock take today, but that will be in tomorrow. And let me tell you, the average target price on this heavily researched stock from brokers is 16.6% above the current share price with almost all brokers with a buy recommendation. Although obviously there are concerns beyond just currency about narrowing margins, particularly in the plasma business, thanks to higher costs of finding people to collect plasma, not plaza, plasma, higher costs generally squeezing margins. And some brokers are suggesting that might last not for a few months, but maybe years. Years. So the impact on the share price pretty shabby. And it's a bit hard on a PE of 38 times and a yield of 1.2% to shout fantastic value. It's a bit expensive, a bit vulnerable maybe. Anyway, I wouldn't let yesterday's minor adjustment to currency assumptions put off any long-term investors. It is a solid $138 billion company, not the sort of thing that goes bust. Judging from the share price, you'd assume everyone was trading in some earningsless resources company, but there you go. As I say, all the gold stocks down today. Market goes up, gold goes down, fairly usual. Rare earths also coming in for a bit of a bashing today. Rare earths are just sliding away at the moment. We need the rare earths price to pick up. I've had a look at a lot of these companies. There's little in the way of earnings around in the sector, but they do need a rising tide. And at some point it'll come. Rare earths price will start to pick up again. Hasn't happened yet. Apart from the unemployment numbers today, there was also a GDP number. Bit weak, plus 2.2% year on year. Consensus was 2.6%. Quarter on quarter down 0.1%. Consensus down 0.1%. 
10% in line with expectations. New Zealand making the headlines officially into recession, two quarters of negative growth. And what else have we got? Aussie bond yields higher. Let's look for some stock stories here, shall we? EHL up 4.6% on guidance. Linus LYC down 6.5%. UBS downgrade from buy to neutral. Levisa, I stuck it in the ideas portfolio yesterday. Maybe I should have picked on Wes Farmers. Levisa today down 1.4%. City downgraded to a sell. Bit late, City. It's down 27% already. Wake up, Jeff. The analyst named Jeff. I don't know. Vulcan Energy Resources down half a percent on an operations update. Impedimed chairman buys a million shares and the share price drops 3.2% on the announcement. De Grey Mining updates on a resources project down one cent, 0.8%. You're boring us, Marcus. Chalice Mining completes share purchase plan down 3.4%. They're issuing shares at $7.30, current share price $6.90. Here's one for you, Melbourne Peninsulites. Endeavour, Endeavour Group, EDV, acquiring the Rye Hotel on Victoria's Mornington Peninsula, down 0.7% today. Here's a goodie, Australian Ethical Investments, funds under management, $9.02 billion update, up from $8.77 billion, share price up 11.8%. Married at First Sight, MAF, or MA Financial Group to you and me, also announcing funds under management, share price up 3.0% today. Boys just want to have fun. Coal stocks looking a bit better today. Coronado up 4%. No Hope Coal up 4.3%. They didn't have No Hope last year. Some of the best performing stocks in the market last year. It's all you had to know last year. Buy coal. All you had to know this year was sell coal. IAG up 4.6%. Not quite sure why. Apologies. A broker has updated their Tesla valuation from 212 US dollars to 305 US dollars. Got to ask, how does a broker up its valuation by almost 50%. And why would you rely on it? Just suggests they don't know what they're doing. Anyway, current share price, $256. Hancock Prospecting. 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 There you go. Gina Reinhardt's business, Hancock. Supplying India with lithium. Chinese retail sales numbers fell short of expectations. Patriot Battery Metals, PMT. Promising drill results. Share price falls 4.5%. All the lithium stocks had a fabulous day yesterday, I think, on the Chinese stimulus hopes. It's all evaporated today. Pilbara Minerals down 4.5%, for instance. Incitec Pivot down 3.7% year low. Can it get any worse? Well, yes, it can. We're in January. Not January. We're in June, and it is tax loss selling time. Stocks that have gone down, go down more. If you want to trade, look for all the stocks that been absolutely smashed coming into the last week of June and buy them with your ears pinned back because they usually see a relief rally only for traders. Okay, that's about enough from me. Dow futures down 40 as I leave you. NASDAQ futures down 0.3%, nothing happening there. Chinese market up a little bit, but still not exactly alight with stimulus, it's got to be said. Aussie dollar 68.02 up today. It was all about the jobs numbers today. There'll be lots of scary stuff in the newspapers tomorrow about the RBA raising rates again. The US CPI number is out of the way. The US FOMC meeting's out of the way. I suppose our eyes go to the RBA first Tuesday of every month. You have a fabulous evening and we will be back tomorrow. Tomorrow.